1: Scripture Zechariah 2.5 over Faith City Outreach, where the Lord says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Pastor Charlene Garza, from All Tribes Christian Fellowship Church in Phoenix, Arizona. Today, Pastor Charlene will be giving a sermon called Exile from Captivity. Thank you very much, Pastor Charlene, for sharing this sermon to the nations. Praise the Lord, all you nations.
2: Hi, um, my name is Charlene um, Garza. I am a, a pastor from Phoenix, Arizona, and um, I got saved um, 1983 in a small town called Tonalia, Arizona and um i was probably only um um probably middle school uh 6th grade or 5th grade and ever since then i i started to follow in christ with all my heart with all my soul mind and spirit and um today um this this year in 2019 um beginning of the year since january of 2019 to 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 now um uh i started this um strong walk with the Lord and and uh, my heart has changed because of circumstances of traumatic circumstances changed my life in December of 2018 and God has been with me through it and God healed me and um, from that moment on and uh, my life totally changed and, and I, I devoted my, my life and uh, to follow the Lord with all my heart Uh, Today, uh, let's open our Bibles to um, Exodus chapter uh, 14, verse 13. Um, Again, that's in the book of Exodus, chapter 14, verse verse 13. Let's read the verses. It says, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance of the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptian you see today will never see again. In verse fourteen, says, "The Lord will fight for you; you need only to be still." So Moses is um, uh, now going across this Red Sea. Uh, the people are now being—they uh, left Egypt because the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh has kept the uh, Israelites in captivity for years. And um, it is uh, 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 important to us today that, that we see Jesus for who he is. He, are, he is our God. He's our Lord and Savior. Just as Moses depended upon the Lord, we must depend upon God. And only God delivered his people. Moses was an instrument and th- the Israelites that wondered this the um the the um the wilderness for 40 years they learned a lot during that time so right now in my uh diverse says in thirteen, stand firm and you will see the deliverance of the lord what bring you today we must uh, stand firm on the word of God we must stand firm because we want to be like a tree that's planted by the water as a tree is being planted by the water sometimes that tree is planted there for years and years and years and you sometimes wonder like um, how long has this been tree been here and just the same way That tree goes through so many changes, whether it's weather condition, in the snow or the rain or the wind, but the tree is rooted because there's water nearby. The season is changing, can live through all the four seasons. And we must do the same thing. We must stand firm on the word of God through changes of our life, through changes of circumstances, Life, may, life changes, uh, our family, or, or uh, whatever we're going through, that, that God is going to um, untouch our life today. And um, the Israelites was, were promised that they will never see the Egyptian people ever again. So the same way in our lives, we're, when we are set free, when we are set free from our captivities, whether it's uh, our body is, is sick or, or, or emotional healing or anything in the spiritual healing or anything that we're going through financially. Um, the creator, God, God, the creator is telling us today we will never see the circumstances again because he has delivered us. In verse 15, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Just as Moses was talk, when God was talking to Moses, he's telling them, Tell my people to move on. Sometimes in our lives, it is hard to move on. Because uh, we experience our traumatic activity, our difficulty of our life our our we may have experienced health issues or or financial issues, whatever we have gone through in our life, it's hard to move on because we remember it, right? We remember it like it was yesterday, we know what it felt like, we know what we've seen, our experience will go back, but God is here through the word telling us to move on. We must do a step forward with our foot and he will take care of us the rest of the way. Just as the people obey God, we must move on as well. Verse 16 says, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground so moses is now receiving the word from god to raise his staff so the israelite people can cross the red sea on a dry ground as they are crossing the red sea on a dry ground moses first of all obeyed the voice of god we must first be obedient to him because obedient comes with with having to surrender all to him when we surrender our entire life our entire circumstances our situation to god he will help us he will come forth because his word says so we may feel like this is too much i don't know how to give it up i don't know i'm I'm used to feeling this way, or I'm afraid if I stop thinking about it, it's only going to get worse. But today, the Lord is ready to set you free. Just as he set free the Israelites from captivity from the Egyptians, he will make a way for you. And now Moses is putting up his staff allowing the people to get ready to cross the sea. And in verse 17, verse 17 says, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And uh, and I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horses and, and his horsemen. Uh, God allowed the Egyptian people to go after the Israelites. It was actually meant to happen. They were they were in their hometown saying, Why are we just staying here? Why can't we? Well, let's get up and go after them. As they did, they, they, they saddled up their horses and their chariots as they were ready to cross the Red Sea on the dry ground. As they were in the middle of the the Red Sea, the water came back down on them and they were swallowed by the water. So God allowed that to happen. And in our life, our God will fight for us. He will fight for us as we depend upon him. As we look unto him, he will fight for us. In verse 18, it says, The Egyptian will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. It is, made, it is meant for the Egyptian to know the powerful God that we serve. Yet, it, for them, it was by action. It had to happen by what their eyes see. But we have to focus on our Lord. Even though the situation may not look good, even though the situation um, may not come together like like a game called the puzzles, but God has everything under control. He will take care of us, and He will lead us through. In verse 19, it says, Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of the Israel army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front of and stood behind them. The angel of God was with the Israelites. You know, the word says here that the cloud, you know, directed them by day. And the angels was there. The Lord was with the Israelites. Even though they were in a town that was foreign to them, they never crossed that Red Sea ever. They knew about Egypt, but they didn't know about being in this wilderness. But God protected them. Just says that pillar of cloud was upon the Israelites. God is upon us today. Today, he has that cloud over us. And that cloud is peace, rest, and the understanding that he is with us wherever we go. No matter where we're at with our life, God hears our prayer. God knows the direction we're going to go to. And he always, will always be gentle. His voice and his heart for us and his, he always thinks good about us because he cares about everything we do. Verse 20 says, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel, Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other side. So neither went near the other all night long. So God protected them where the cloud was was at a certain area all at night and during the day. The Lord is with us. He is a cloud by day. His direction is always going to go ahead of us. Sometimes we may not feel like, should I say this or should I say it that way? Or you could be at work, you could be, you could be at, at, at a job or at school or whatever your profession is. But when you depend upon the Lord about that specific job, that specific activity that you're about to do, He will direct your path. He will be with you at that time. Verse 21 says, Then the Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong wind and turned it into a dry land. The waters were divided. Verse 22, And the Israelites went through the sea on a dry ground, with the wall of the water on the right and on the left. So the sea was actually like a wall. It was so dry that you, you could probably could see the, the floating um, um, fishes of all kinds floating away. But that's the power of God we serve. He will see us through circumstances. He will see us through our situation. He will be with us in a time of need. As well as if everything is going great for you. If you are joyful, excited, nothing is, nothing is going wrong. God is blessing you. God is, is alongside of you saying, I'm here with you. I'm right beside you. As Moses led the people through the Red Sea, we will also go through the difficult times with God, and he will be with us through it. And verse 23 says, The Egyptian pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them, into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into a confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving, and the Egyptians said, Let's go away from Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against the Egypt. The Egyptian people at the end here in in verse 20, verse 25, they were, they found out that it was God fighting for the Israelites. The Israelites were in captivity for 40 years. They were slaves. They were put, they were put in bondage. And imagine that the Egyptians were saying, you know, Let's consume them back to them. Let's take them back to make our slaves. But then again, they know that now God is with the Israelites. You will know when your enemy, whatever you're facing, whether it's, whether it's be health, for example, whether it, whatever circumstances, it could be anything. When you believe in the Lord, when you trust in him, whatever circumstances that may be, if they start fearing you and running from you, they will you will know then there was only God that was with you. Because there'll be no more, no more illness or no more financial activity, no more uh, whatever situation that could be, spiritually, physically, or emotionally. Because your enemy will know you that you are a child of God. Because being a child of God is to surrender yourself to God. To let him come into your life as a personal Savior of Jesus Christ. As you accept Jesus as your Savior into your life, you will then experience what we're talking about. That, through anything, whether you need food, whether you need transportation, if you just pray, pray, and depend upon the Lord, as you act as you do things to to what you know how to do, the Lord will meet you the rest of the way, because in this world, we will acquire different difficulties, we will acquire tough things happen to us but we will endure the cross, the Bible says we will endure until the end we will because God is with us, he is right beside us, he's with us all the way just as their wheels got jammed the chariots of the Egyptian that our enemies wheels will get jammed and they will turn around and leave us because God is fighting for us. Verse 26 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses is here now speaking the word from God. God is speaking to him to hold that staff, Over the sea, so the staff can close up. Not the staff, but the water can close up as he holds the staff over the Red Sea. As he does that, the power of God is moving that the sea, who else will close the sea that way? Only him. And we know that he is our Savior. We know he is the living God. Verse 27 says Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing towards it and the Lord swept them into the sea. And verse 28, the waters flowed back and covered the chariots and the horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea not one of them survived this is the kind of God we serve when the water flows it has its place and it's going to flow it's not going to stop and God pulled that that water back I have a personal story to share I grew up in a very r- remote area when I was a child all the way up to 18 years old. In there, there's a lot of um, canyons that flows, the water flows through it, and in the wintertime, the summer, during the fourth season, either the sun, either the snow packs it all the way to the top. So in, this, in the spring season, it gets really green. And in the summer, towards the, you know, fall, there's a lot of rain that, that comes down in the higher elevation. As the water is filling these, um, um, we call them canyons, and, and they go all the way to the top. And I remember as a child, I was playing in that area, and my sheep I was a sheep, I'm a sheep herder at that time and I was growing up. I had to chase the sheep out of the area where the water was going to flow because there was a thunderstorm happening nearby and I knew that water will start filling up. So we all had to get out of the way, Uh, our sheep, my sheep and myself, we had to move, I had to move them out. I had close to six hundred sheep and ho- sheep and goats that I had to move them out of the way. It was a big canyon. And it took me a while, but I was down there and trying to get them moving. I could hear the water coming fast, because when you're standing there, the water is soaking the ground. It seemed like it's flowing on top, but the water is actually already already flowing underground. And that was happening, in, and as, as the ground was getting softer and softer and softer, I eventually got everybody off, which is my sheep, to to dry ground. Just says that is an example. Our life is like that. Sometimes we're in the canyon. Sometimes we're in the places where we feel like you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay. I'm. I don't expect the worse right now. I can hang around here, and and I'll be all right. But God is saying to us today, you need to get out of there because the danger, for example, represents that water. You don't want that water to flow through your life, destroy you. You need to get out of the way. You need to turn your life around and focus on God. Move out of that canyon, so let the water flow through so you can go to higher ground, to a safety area. So God is powerful. God is almighty. God is is good. He is going to be our helping hand in a time of need. He's not going to, he didn't soak my sheep down the drain. But he managed to bring all of them, all the 600 sheep and goats to a dry ground. Verse 29 says this. But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with the wall on the water and on their right and on their left. Verse 30. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hand of the Egyptian. And the Israel saw the Egyptian laying dead on the shore. The Israelites saw that they were on a dry ground. And they also saw that their enemies will also float ashore dead. Imagine how would that feel for 40 years being enslaved by them that the fear of them coming against you is no longer part of the list. They were set free, and God won that battle for the Israelites. And he is today going to win your battle if you allow him so. It just takes us to speak to him. Whether you just say it with your heart, whether you say it with your lips, God already knows what you're going through. He will come to your aid and he will show you that no longer are you afraid. No longer are you feeling fearful of things that you are going through because God is going to touch you. Whether it's finances, Whether it's health, whether it's emotional, whether it's something spiritual, God is there. On verse 39, it says, And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and Moses his servant. The Israelites saw a great battle been won. And now they're trusting in God because now they're at peace. And they're also thanking Moses to be the servant of the Lord, doing his, doing the the the, 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 the servanthood activities. As believers today, as we trust in the Lord as we put our trust in God with all our heart, soul, mind, and spirit, we will see our, our enemies being devoured, whether that is emotional, physical, or spiritual. And today, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, he can do the same for you. All you need to do is cry out to Him. Speak to Him. Think with your heart and say it with your lips. Sometimes prayer can be silent. It's okay to be silent. Sometimes prayer is vocalized. That's okay too. But wherever you're at, anywhere you're at, driving, walking, outside or at job or, or whatever your situation you're traveling today or asleep cry out to the Lord and he will he will fulfill his promises because when we cry out to God we're putting our faith in him we're putting our trust in him and when we do that we expect something in return That's hope. So when we expect more, our expectation grows, God will show Himself in our life in a greater way because He is God. He is the Almighty. He will keep His word, what He tells us. In chapter 15, in uh, Exodus chapter 15, verse 1 says, Then Moses and the Israelites sang the song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. Moses and the people of Israelites are singing a song to the Lord. During this time the Israelites while they were traveling in the wilderness. We have Bibles today in our hands in our on our phones in whether it's Android or iPhone or we have technology nowadays, but back then they had to memorize the word of God by singing. It wasn't the Bible created then they were they had to sing to communicate with the Lord to talk to god so In the word of God, which is part of here in verse 15, a demonstration that when they actually sing this song, they really sing the song. When you sing a song, the scriptures is the best way to communicate with the Lord. Because only then will you speak to him how you feel your tears will roll down, your emotions will come out because He knows the real you. When the real person speaks to God, He honors you. He exalts you. When we sing to the Lord, we uplift His name. So we say that in our lives that we worship God We worship the Almighty. That means we give all our attention to Him. Because no matter what we may be facing today, when you exalt Jesus, when you exalt our God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, He will see you through any situation. Because all he wants is for you to bow before him. For you to surrender before him. Verse 2 says, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God. And I will praise him. My Father God and I will exalt him. When we say that the Lord is our strength. And he is my defense. What does it really mean to us today, as it meant for them back then? The Israelites are saying, "The Lord is my strength and my defense, and they needed that strength. they had no transportation like we do today. We have planes, we have cars, we have bicycles we have we have other ways we get around transportation you know transit or light railed or however way we we go from place to place but they didn't have that so they really trusted in the lord to give them strength and in the defense that the lord they knew that he will fight for them the same in my life is the same way I have to depend upon the Lord to give me his strength. When I was a teenager, I used to go and look for my horses on the weekend. During the school day, I was in high school and, and I, I, I focused on my studies and, and sports activities I was involved in. But on the weekends, I used to run to look for my horses. And in these remote area I grew up in, there's mountain ranges and there's like four or five mountains connected together. And out there, they could be anywhere. And I wanna make sure they're 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 okay, you know, they're in good condition, they're okay with water, they had enough to eat and they're healthy. And when I go out and check on them, I go out on foot because It's better to go on foot because you can track them. You can feel the terrain where you're going, whether it's in the mountain, the Rockies, or whether it's in the dust, whatever. But it's the same way. Our Christian walk is the same way. God will give us strength when we have no strength. He will give us the water to drink, the food to eat when we are thirsty and when we're hungry. We must depend upon the Lord with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul. Humans, we need people, we need people as well. The same way we need water and we need food. We cannot survive past certain amount of days seven to 14 days without water or food. But God gives us that on a daily basis, and we're living by grace. He is our strength already. He is our power. Only we get his strength that comes from him. I remember in many of my trips looking for my horse's I grew tired. I grew thirsty. I used to drink from the well, ground the groundwater. There's areas I knew that I had. I had to dig up the water. It was a cover that we had, and I had to, when the water wells up from the ground, I used to drink it out of my hand, and, and to, so I could have strength for my next trip down the way. Other times I see people riding horses and they gave me water out of their heart. Just as this example, Jesus Christ is our living water. We cannot go without him in this desert that we're walking, the wilderness that we're walking, in the country that we may be at today whatever terrain it may be in the physical, whether terrain it is for you in the spiritual walk, God is here to give us strength. He will give us the power we need to go to our next step. Whether you're traveling from country to country, state to state, whether you're just traveling within your region, with your cities, working, being with your family, being with your children, being at work. We, will, we grow tired in the flesh, but we believe by faith when we go to sleep. The next morning, we will be energized again. The same way God will give us the strength we need. In verse 2, we'll read it one more time. It says, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God. I will praise him, my my Father God, and I will exalt him. We have to see him as our God. We have to praise him, and we should exalt him all the time because he is worth the praise. He is worth our worship. He is worth speaking to Him. Whether we know music or whether we don't know music, whether we know how to sing or whether we don't know how to sing, God hears everything. Sometimes I myself, modern day today, I'm learning instruments, how to use different instruments such as acoustic guitar, the drum set, the keyboard. But God is teaching me what to say. God is teaching me how to, how to use instruments for different activities. Only by His glory am I able to teach myself. I am brand new, but my heart is upon the Lord. I know he will teach me the way. And when I worship in my home towards the midnight hour, I just focus on him and speak to him from my heart. I may not be in the right key sometimes, but my heart is for God. So whether we worship God with our voice or whether we think with our heart and worship him for what he created for us, whether it's the stars, the skies, the air we're breathing, the trees, the ground we're walking on, wherever we may be, we have different terrains, we have different areas we live in, It's all God that created it because he is God. And we must thank him to continue to to bless us in a mighty way. In verse 3, it says, chapter 15, verse 3, The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. This verse in modern day today, in our life today God is our warrior God is going to be the one that's fighting us fighting for us sometimes we feel like it's me I gotta find a way I gotta find a way out of it or I gotta find a way because I'm stuck in this situation because I'm going through this there's no way out let me think it through. Let me strategize. Let me, let me figure this out. We are allowing ourselves to be God, and we cannot do that. We must allow God to be God. We must give him our situation. We must surrender it to him, everything that he will see us through. He is our king of kings. He is our Lord of lords. Through that, we're going to make his name mighty, mighty in battle. That's his name. He's mighty in battle. Verse four, it says Pharaoh's chariots and his army. He has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. How many times do we see that sometimes we feel like we're like as close to a sand, as close to a dot. We're we're our enemy whether it's in the spiritual way or physical way or however way we see it. They're mighty, they're bigger, you know, circumstances we go through in our daily lives. But God is telling us, I will be with you. I will take care of you. That your enemy is going to drown. That your enemy is now going to be devoured in front of your eyes. How are we going to, our faith is going to grow if we, if we don't see it ourselves, how do we build trust in God? It's done by faith. Faith is hearing, hearing the Word of God. How do we build faith? We have to read the Scriptures. We have to trust in the Lord. We have to act by actions. When we mix these together, Faith, hope, and actions—it will work for us. Whatever situation that you are in right now could be anything. Just cry out to the Lord; He will work everything out for you, everything. Verse five says, "The deep waters have covered them; they sank to the deep, the depths, like a stone." Verse 6 says, Your right hand, Lord, was majestic and in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. Our enemy will be down to the bottom of that water. It's going to be the bottom close to the deepest stone there is. It is good news when we hear a news that's a good report, right? And we see a medical doctor or, or a provider and tells you we ran this tests upon on your body and the blood work came back negative. And how does that make you feel? That makes you feel like, wow, I was expecting it to be different, but I'm expecting it to be different. Now it's change right in front of me. Because our circumstances was so hard, and God has seen you through it. And He is going to see you through many more and those circumstances. for example, in a doctor's office, your report is all negative, everything is good, everything's good report. We must praise God. We must praise Him, because He is the one. That see us through everything. He, his right hand is powerful. He's majestic. That majestic hand. That created the sky. The sea. The stars. The the days and night and day. Men and women. The same hand is he with us today. Today we know that God's hand is not too short to save us. His right hand is not going to be dulled. His hand is not short. Our enemies are going to run. The Bible says, shatter the enemy. Your right hand, Lord, shatter the enemy. With his right hand, the enemies are to pieces. Gone. When we hear that, it is powerful. Verse 7 says, In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who oppose you. You unleash your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. Our God is powerful. He's great. He's majestic in the power. He will fight for you to things that you go through that opposes you, that opposes your, that gets in your way. Whether it's just the simplest thing, whether it's the most difficult things. It could be anything. It could be something so difficult. It could be so easy to fix ourselves. But even then, we must depend upon the Lord because He is God. He is Jesus. He will give us the wisdom, the understanding, and the knowledge. When we hear the word of God, it's wisdom. We read it. We read it to receive wisdom. When we understand it, it's further. Now we're putting it into our heart. We're putting it where no one can steal it from us. We're put into a place where we can communicate with God. And knowledge, we all like knowledge. Knowledge is like everything. Knowledge will get you places. Knowledge is like a flight ticket. You have a flight ticket. You know where your layover is. You know where the direct flight is. You know it. The word of God is like that. Once you put that into practice, once you combine wisdom, understanding together, it becomes knowledge, which means whatever circumstances you're going through, whatever situation it could be, as long as you have the knowledge, you will be successful. You will go through any circumstances you're going through. Let us remember in our hearts today that through the toughest time the Israelites travel in the wilderness from the time that they were set free from captivity, crossing the Red Sea through the time that they sang song unto the Lord, praising Him, exalting Him we must praise Him too as well we must exalt Him as well we must see him as our Lord and Savior. We must exalt him because his name is above all names. He is our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords. He is our anchor. He's our the, he is the Most High. He's a Hosanna and the Highest. He's the Sun and the Morning Star. He's the, our Redeemer. He's our Deliverer. He is the king of kings. When we see him as the bread of life, he is our bread of life today because he is the word. The word comes by knowing him and believing in him and trusting in him. And today, may you be blessed.
1: Psalm 117, praise the Lord all you nations, extol him all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. We have run out of time, but Faith City Outreach can be heard again on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. This radio program is sponsored by King Jesus Christ Ministries in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: been listening to the Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations if you need to contact Marina Maria please email her at fco at gmail.com. If you are looking for a holy-spirited and bilingual church in the Phoenix, Arizona area, I invite you to King Jesus Christ Ministries at 3106 North 35th Avenue, Suite 3, Phoenix, Arizona. The zip code is 85017. The music used in this broadcast is provided courtesy of zapsplat.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.